0: Check, 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 check. We're back, baby. Shoot, I gotta mute that. What's up? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I I don't know how that... I was just uh, messing around on... I really want to write us like a theme song, like a like a podcast intro theme song, but I'm not really, I can play a little bit, but I can't like write songs. That's a whole nother beast, you know? Um, <clears throat> Today it's just me. No, none of the other dudes are here. So this one's probably going to be pretty short and pretty not funny like all the other ones are. You know, I kind of figured that out about myself. I'm really like I I've figured out I'm really not funny. I'm just like good at making fun of other people, so that kind of sucks, I guess. But um, you know, like I have other like friends and stuff that do podcasts solo, and like they're actually pretty funny. And then I'm just like, how do you do that without <laughs> and, you know not at the expense of someone else, I guess? But you know, I. I do make fun of people, but it's it's in a loving way. I, if I don't like you, I probably won't make fun of you just because I don't want to like talk to you at all. Gosh, I really sound like a bad person on here, and maybe I am, but um, I really don't. Well, welcome back. This is uh, episode seven. Um, we, I think we have ten or eleven episodes total, but like this is our actual seventh episode. Um, I hope I hope the guys will be. We were supposed to have like a special guest on our pod yesterday but then that really didn't work out very well just because of scheduling and and that type of thing so I was really excited for that and it just didn't work out so I mean I guess this is the best uh, plan B option but you know we're gonna make it work and I'm gonna talk and you know what (laughs) this will probably be our lowest viewed Episode to date, but it's going to be good because I'm going to share a lot of stuff that I think about and, you know, maybe get a little bit vulnerable. So, this is good. You know, I, I think that there's a place for things like this. And honestly, I'm doing this just because I want to stay consistent and actually put podcasts out every week. So, you know, if this is how it's going to be in the future, I guess this is it. So, let me talk about, I guess, some things that's been going on. Johan's at his girlfriend's house right now, so that's why he can't be there. So that's kind of lame, I guess. Um, yeah, not really much. I will say, man, I, I I guess I've talked about fishing a little bit on this, on this pod, and we had that one episode where I was, you know, on the river and kind of talking and stuff. But fishing is one of those things... It's like I kind of have this theory, and gosh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm bouncing all over the place. This is probably how it's gonna be, but just bear with me because I, I can track you back down to the original thought if you just give me some time. I have this theory to where um, no hobby is gonna be like sustainable if it's really easy to get into it first. You know, I feel like there has to be this like learning curve for you to really, you know invest a lot of like long term time and energy into it. And so that's what fishing is for me. Um, I've always fished and stuff. Like I've always done some pretty low level, um, just like bass fishing, you know, little bluegill type fishing, that kind of thing. Stuff that really didn't take a whole lot of skill. You know, I was at spots where I knew I was going to catch it and things like that. But recently... Probably within the last year. It was like late November, kind of last year when I got into it. Um, I've been really trying to pick up fly fishing, which I don't know. um, I don't know if everyone is super familiar with what that is. But it's basically like fishing to where, how do I even explain it? It takes a lot more skill. You have to like cast your line out there. Like you have to actually get the line out there. It's not just like a cast thing like with a spinner reel. And I used to think it was not I used to think it was kind of dumb cuz like <clears throat> I have some friends that are like really really big into it. Shout out Jackson and Craig and and you know all them and um there's just a lot of people at, at my church that are into it so you know, just in an effort to kind of be in, you know, with them and have something to do on the weekends and that kind of thing, I, uh, I, you know, started trying to get into it. And I will say, in November when I went the first time, Jackson took me, and I was like, I will never think this is fun at all, like at all. I tried it once. I am glad I did. It was fun. I needed to be here with Jackson. You know, it was a good, good trip. But man, it was so frustrating. And, like, just watching him, being there with him and seeing him do it, it was, like, I don't think I could ever get to that point. And, like, he's not, like, a pro or anything like that. But, like, just that skill level, just a little bit, you just have to get over that, like, first initial hump of, like, confident casting. And then after that, it's pretty much, like, obviously you can build a a lot on that. But after that, it's just kind of buying certain things and making sure you have the best this for this, and you know kind of situational awareness. But man, at first, I could not cast worth a flip, and I don't know. I don't really don't know what. And then we went again. I see so yeah, it. So I went in November like twice, and then I didn't go again. It's like February, with Jackson and then some of our other friends, and um, I that time too it was like. I was really embarrassed because it was like all of them knew how to do it and I just sucked still. And so after that time it was like, you know what? I enjoy everything like about this, like all the circumstances around it, like going, being outside, that kind of thing. Like I enjoy all the things that that lead up to this and, and kinda of make this whole thing up. I just don't enjoy the actual thing. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to force myself to get repetitions in to keep trying, keep trying to get better, you know, that kind of thing, and that's <clears throat> from February until about May, that's what I did, I would just go to certain, like, little ponds, I probably caught two fish in that, like, three-month period, but you know what, I was getting more comfortable with casting, I was getting more reps in, I was learning certain knots, I mean, that's a, that's a big deal, that's a big part of it, um, I was really just getting more confident with, you know, just the whole, the whole thing, really, and just, honestly, just so I could keep up, like, just so I could hang with the people that I was going to be going with, like, a lot of things I really don't want to, I don't have the desire to be the best at, like, I'm like, I have to be the best at this, I have to catch more fish than anyone else, like, I just want to be able to hang, and people not look at me like, this dude definitely don't know what he's doing, you know what I'm saying, like, that's kind of my goal for a lot of things, in life. I don't know but is that a good thing I uh, will get to that in a second <clears throat> I'm talking about fishing right now I'm sorry I told you I'm gonna go on some some tangents here but I'll try to trace it back to where it, um, so I've been going probably for like the last two or three months I've been just like tearing it up like almost every weekend I'm at the river we're talking about the Little Red River Hebrew Springs <clears throat> um, Really, really good place to catch trout. Like, it's, like, honestly, like, nationally recognized as, like, one of the best places to fish. And, and the white, like, Arkansas has got some great fishing spots. And, like, a lot of people travel very far distances to go. And so it's really, honestly, a blessing that I'm starting to really enjoy it. And I kind of live in the perfect place to do it. <clears throat> but I, I was, what I was saying was um I've just been going and just, like, just really meeting some hardcore disappointment and and just like failure and it's like man I stayed out here for five hours only caught one you know it's like that kind of thing is what really tests if you're gonna be you know dedicated to something and and really stick to it and I kind of had this mindset like you know like I said I like everything about this but like the fishing part is hard but like so thank goodness that I enjoy being outside and in the water. I love getting in the water and I love just uh, exploring new things and <clears throat> you know. So that was what at first was drawing me into it, and the social aspect, of course. That's what was really drawing me into it, and then, you know, I started just going more and I started getting more into it, and I yeah. But like I said, I've met some crazy. Just like, is this worth it? <clears throat> Should I? do anymore? should I just quit this, it's just probably not for me, but no, I kept going, and I'll tell you, this weekend, I caught 22 fish total, I went Friday and caught 13 in about a 3 hour, 4 hour stretch, and then Saturday, I went and caught 9, and like, I'll tell you what, that, I think, I think this weekend has really just like solidified my I think it's probably going to fly fishing is going to be what I do just until I die. <clears throat> like, I think there's no way that I'm never not going to be into it. And like, I just don't think it's ever going to get old. Just that feeling of getting one, getting a fish on the line and, and you know, fighting it for a while and getting it in your net and, and just seeing it. It's, I mean, it's just like such a great experience. And you know, it might not be yet for everyone, but I do like just fishing, just like outdoor activities. It's so refreshing and it's so um therapeutic in a way. Like it's just so good to get out there and enjoy nature and enjoy the creation and <clears throat> just everything like that. So yeah. Um, you can follow me on my Instagram. I usually post some some cool pictures I take on the weekends whenever I go, so it's pretty cool. Um what else? What else happened? <clears throat> oh, uh, Tyler Childers' album came out, which you know I'm like a huge fan of him right now. I played some of that song in the intro, so <clears throat> um, you know I've been I like him. I, I I've been trying to just learn all this stuff on guitar and, and that kind of thing, and man, you know I I said that I wasn't a big fan of the single. Uh, what's Angel Band, but man, the album is so good, like it is so, artistically it seems like such a breath of fresh air, and um, I'll tell you what, kind of just about my personality, tangent alert, I'll get back to it, tangent, I really, really, good and bad is obviously really subjective but I really, really gravitate towards things that are just off the wall creative. Like if I feel like someone really took their time and just explored the uh, creative process with something and, and just thought of new ideas and implemented them pretty well and that type of thing, even if it's not the best thing ever, like I'm still going to, going to praise it over things that, that I just don't think are really that creative. Like um, we we have an argument, not really an argument, because a lot of my friends don't like to like argue about stuff. Even though like I love to, I love to like have an opinion and, and state you know why I like it and that kind of thing. But we always have this like kind of ongoing thing. It's like this honestly might mean nothing to everyone listening, but Tally Childers or Zach Bryan, which I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if any y'all are gonna know who these people are. Hopefully you do because this will make it more interesting. But I I like I like Zach Bryan's music to a certain extent. But man, like it seems so diluted. And it seems so just cookie cutter. Every song is like same four chord song, and it's like at first that was cool because like you're a new artist, simplicity is good that type of thing. But like after two or three, four years, and you're still doing that, and people are still just eating it up. It's like, man, like, people really don't care about, like, creativity. They just want super easily, like, digestible art and that kind of thing. And <clears throat> I think that's why a lot of people didn't like really the Kendrick album that came out this year It's because it's not, it doesn't have a lot of just, like, really hit songs, like ones that you're probably just going to listen to over and over and over again, which me... I've listened to the album so much like it's ridiculous how much of my uh, like lists for the year are literally just going to be those songs but it was so 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 creative and conceptually and just like how deep he went on meanings of the songs and just like how vulnerable he got and just how mature he is now like it, it really that's what drew me in and that's why I think it's his best album to me, it's probably one of the best hip hop albums of all time. I mean, just just the level that he was able to go. Like we haven't really, besides like Jay with like four forty four or something like that, we haven't seen anyone go to that level. Just like all around as a human, as a mature man, that kind of thing. And so I think that that's why I love that so much, and that's why I love this Tyler Childers album so much. Is like he's not really. He's not here to service like what people want from him. Obviously, would we want four more like White House Road type songs? Yeah, like I'm not going to say no to that. But <clears throat> I feel like he understands that that kind of thing is not going to make you last. I mean, all the all the really really influential like artists to me that I I listen to consistently, all of them None of them did the same thing for more than, like, two or three years, you know? Like, <clears throat> who's someone? Dylan. I mean, Dylan's done pretty much every genre of music and albums. And, I mean, his first album came out in, like, 1962. And I literally just saw him in concert this year, 2022. And it's like, dang, bro, like, if you really think about that, that's 60 years... And he's he's honestly remained relevant and remained even a person that we even talk about <clears throat> because he he just like served what his own creativity. He didn't service like the, what the fans wanted that kind of thing. Like, he he really just remained true to what he wanted to do, and if no one liked it, then that's fine. And sure, they like they booed him. They booed him off stages. Like they people didn't like him for a long time, but then after a while you just kind of realize like man like we don't get these kind of things a lot same with like same with kanye same with the beatles same with <clears throat> all these people that i really like all of them you know no one that's super super creative is going to be able to stay in that lane that same lane for a long time because they're going to get bored and i think that that's what's really promising about about tyler is that like not a lot of people probably wanted him to make the album he just made. But the fact that, like, he wanted to do it, and instead of kind of just falling back and doing what he knows will sell, like I think Zach Bryan and other people do, he just did what he wanted to do. And, like, that third, that whole third version of the album is, like, it's so, it's so weird and, like, so different. You know, it's just all... His like country music but over like hip-hop beats and that kind of thing but like I, I can just I can just tell that like that's something that he wanted to do for a while and he just did it you know and that's that's what I respect so much about it. And so like I, I guess I understand that people are like, oh it's just really not my it's kind of average it's kind of but <clears throat> these are the same people that just like whenever people do the same thing and then that person gets played out and they go on to someone else who does the same thing. So it's like to a certain extent I get it but it's on honestly kind of small-minded uh perspective to have you know if you're not if you don't at least respect it and you don't at least kind of see where he was going yeah, trust me I love it like I'm really not just trying to pretend just because it's different like it's really good music and um so yeah that's my that's my breakdown of that I'm sure I don't know if anyone like I said I don't know if anyone even knows who that is or listens to him or anything but but he's very very good artist and I think he's he's going to be around for a while. Um so yeah. <laughs> to talk about um let me think I'm reading two different books right now well I guess three I'm always reading the Bible and stuff but and stuff I'm always reading the Bible That was. I'm sorry about that um but I'm reading two different books right now one is meditations by Marcus Aurelius and one is the uh, screw tape letters by CS Lewis and both of those are really, really interesting books, and I'm having a really good time reading them. Um, the first one, uh, Meditations, is... So Marcus Aurelius was the 16th emperor of Rome. Uh, really good dude, I guess, to the empire. Um, he, you know, like, it, it was thriving under him. I, I'm not going to say good dude, but... Because he was probably pretty anti-Christian and, you know, stuff like that, but... Um, he the Empire thrived when he was Emperor like he was a he's a really good leader and that kind of thing and um, he he wrote this just series of personal notes that kind of thing kind of like a diary I guess he probably wrote it in the morning and I don't know who I wish I would have been more prepared I don't know who compiled all of them and kind of made it into this book called The Meditations of Marcus Aurelius, but um, it's just interesting because this was obviously never supposed to be mass-published. I mean, this was honestly just for him and just so he could get his thoughts out and kind of just conceptualize his whole life and everything that was going on with him. And, and it's just so interesting to see that from another human being and and you know don't me wrong. there's some really really profound things and know let, let me see if i can find something to read um and then it might kind of spark us a little conversation here oh here's one this is from book five this is about halfway through this book they're they're arranged into different books i don't really know the why they're they're different I guess it might just be how they found him or something like that but this is the very beginning of book five in this in this book that I'm reading it says then and, and remember this was written this is translated but this was written in like A.D. 76 so probably 76 years after Jesus's death I mean we're talking like ancient 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 times this is ancient Romans peak but this is you know just what he wrote in his personal in his personal life and And this is kind of the stuff he thought about. So it says, At dawn, when you have trouble getting out of bed, tell yourself, I have to go to work as a human being. What do I have to complain of? If I'm going to do what I was born for, the things I was brought into this world to do, or is this what I was created for? To huddle under the blankets and stay warm. But it is nicer here. So you were born to feel nice. Instead of doing things and experiencing them, don't you see the plants, the birds, the ants, the spiders, and the bees? going about their individual task, putting the world in order as best they can, and you're not willing to do your job as a human being, why aren't you willing to do what nature demands? So, it's kind of cool, it's almost like these two characters that that he writes, this is like an inner dialogue he's having with himself, and he's talking about like, man, like I really don't want to get up, but he's like, but then there's this other voice, and I guess inside of him, it's like you got to do what you were put on this earth to do, just like all the other creatures around you do, you know, every day. And you know that might sound silly or kind of like fairy tale ish, but it's true. I mean, staying asleep, staying in bed, it does feel nice. And you know, it. But but the thing is, if you're not, if you don't believe in Jesus, if you believe in some other higher power or you you know really don't believe in anything, I think we all can can relate to the fact that that we feel like we have a purpose. We have a reason for being here. And if if not, then what are we even doing? And it's okay if you don't know exactly what that is at this point or or you feel like it's changing or you know that kind of thing. I'll talk about I'll talk about something in my own personal life. Um, let me, how do I phrase this? So coming out of high school, I, uh, I really didn't know exactly what I... I did know what I wanted. I'll preface it with that. But, you know, on the surface, I felt like I really didn't know what I wanted. And also, I was kind of going through some uh, just dark times for probably years before that that I really didn't... didn't... Uh, know how to deal with I guess in a sense and so it kind of took over me and when I went into college man I just did not care hardly about anything I mean I let people tell me what major I should choose just because it would make me a lot of money and I was like okay whatever I I feel like I didn't have a purpose so it was like if money can be a purpose that will serve me then I guess that's fine and so I, I went in and I was a business major at first and then I realized like man I hate this And so I switched and I was like, you know, I kind of like, um, uh, how I word this? I like, you know, social reform, social justice type things. So why not just try to be a lawyer? So, and someone kind of was like, yeah, that's great. And so I switched to criminology as my major and, you know, I got my degree in that. But man, like at the end of that, and you know, and this came after a lot of really hard times and a lot of things that made me look at life with a certain different perspective. But I realized that like my path is my path. And and that that took me legit I mean, I was it was this year, I mean I was twenty two and so I I really understood the fact that like me comparing situations with someone else is not going to do any good for me at all. And it's okay if I, if you, and you know, I'm talking to anyone that might be kind of feeling this exact same way. It's okay if you feel behind because like behind isn't even a real thing, you know? Like you might have friends that are in a different stage or have this or have that that you don't have. But the thing is like, they might be going through their highest highs of their life right now and it seems like that you're in your lowest lows but honestly like think about that isn't that isn't that beautiful isn't that like the position you'd want to be in like and that I think that's a big thing that I've learned you know so much this past year past two years is that like lows are not bad I mean highs are good because yeah you're in you're in a great position you're enjoying things you're seeing great new things you never seen before and but think about the the good part of being like in a low you know it's the fact that like if you're at your lowest low I mean the beauty of it is the only way you can go is up and there is no this is this is the really important part so pay attention here there is no high without low you know you can't be appreciative of life's like highest highs unless you've experienced like the lowest lows. And that might kind of sound corny, but like, just think about that. If you spent six years in some kind of solitary confinement situation, then like when you got out, just seeing people on the street and seeing people just around like you wouldn't even have to be friends with them you wouldn't even have to have any connection with them just seeing them around would be like such a good feeling and why that is you would have such a good feeling because you experienced that bad feeling like you don't know happiness until you felt sadness you, know, you, you don't know um, connection with someone else until you felt like you were alone and i think that's i mean that's just the beauty of life in itself is that like like i said highs are great like the the big joyous moments in your life are amazing but you know the lows are great because like the lower you go you're setting yourself up for an even higher return and i think that that's something that so like take joy whenever you're feeling down and 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 feel that and experience that and go to the deepest, you know, part of that that feeling that you have, because in turn it's going to it's going to set you up for a place of happiness, a place of peace, a place of all these things that you wouldn't have been able to get to unless you would have experienced that down low feeling. You know, you can't experience the mountain until you go to the valley. And and I, I'm starting to sound like some kind of like uh like uh, Nicholas Sparks book writer or something right now but I'm trying to I'm trying to say that what am I trying to say okay I'm gonna go back to my story um so I didn't you know I, I didn't really want to con- continue that path to like going to law school and everything because I knew that deep down the whole time it's not what I wanted to do and about 2020 probably summer 2020 quarantine type thing when I was having just a lot of time to kind of, you know, think about certain things. Like, I really knew that since I was probably in the sixth grade, fifth grade, that, like, I wanted to be a, like, a teacher and, like, a history teacher. I love history. Even from a little kid, it seems like I loved, like, in Sunday school, the thing that really, you know, got my interest is, like, the the history aspect and, like, that kind of thing. And, and um, so, like, 2020, 2021, I started kind of really, like, thinking about more stuff and just thinking about things a different way. And, like, I knew that I wanted to be a history teacher. And, like, I knew that that's what I really, really wanted to do. But I was so locked in to this mindset of, like, switching your major when you were a junior, that's, like, you know what? What will people think? Like, people will think that I don't even know what I, you know, want to do. And like, I was so worried about the perception I would have with with other people that it seemed like I was just going to sacrifice, you know, my whole plan and my whole like purpose that I knew I was called to, just to please other people. And I guess I got to a point where. Uh, Yeah, I mean, like I said, like, late last year, I kind of just went through, like, a lot of different things that just really, like, and it was 100%, probably the lowest point in my life, but it was great because I was able to strip back a lot of just, like, stuff that was just in the way, it seems like, and I just kind of got to a point where myself, it was like, dude, like, if you want to do something, even if... It takes until you're 40 years old like just go do it and that's the advice I would have to to pretty much anyone listening to this like you feeling like you can't do something because you're too old or you're too invested in something else or you're too this or that whatever it is like we really are not gonna get another chance like on this earth and I know that sound like everyone knows that, but really think about that. Really think about um, just the weight that that kind of thing has, and um, so that's why it's like I feel like it's so important to just focus on what you want to do, and what and and take time and learn yourself, and and you know know what that thing is, and and whatever it is. If it's gonna take you ten years, then that's great. You have you have plenty of time to do it. You know, like I, that's what I want to encourage everyone to do. Adults listening to this, people my age, older older people. If you're if you're hearing this and you're seventy years old and you're like, man, I want to do this one thing, but I'm too old. You're not. You know, if you're 22 and you feel like I want to start something new and it's gonna take me five years and I'm gonna be 27 and like that's gonna be so much farther behind than everyone that I know like, so what? It's not going to be then that has to deal with the regrets you have and the uh, things that you wish you would have done. Like, it's going to be you at the end of the day. Like, a lot of these people that you think, they're either going to be dead or just not in your life. So, like, <laughs> what does it even matter? In 20 years, like, you got to really think what's going to matter. Is it going to matter that you you got what whatever job at 24 instead of 28? Like, no, it's not going to matter. So just encouragement to anyone out there. Like, if you want to do something, do it. And, you know, find what you love and chase it. And don't let anyone discourage you. Or don't let even, you know, your own pressures get to you. Um, just believe in yourself and know that that your path is your path. Wow, we got pretty, uh, pretty... <laughs> preachy here that really wasn't my goal but I do want to share that and I do want to just provide encouragement to anyone who thinks that they're in a super low place in their life or you know they're not where they want to be it's like that's that's a great place to be because you at least realize that that something is not right and that you need to change something and so your next step is either figuring out what that is and if you know what it is your next step is just working towards it just set out the steps that you need to do. And if it takes, if it's going to take 20 years to do it, then at least at the end of that road, you'll know that you worked for it and it was worth it. And it's what you want to do. And so, um, yeah, shout out to everyone that that's having uh, a hard time and that is going through some things and that, you know, like I said, it's not where they want to be. You can get there. All you gotta do is just believe that you can and that sounds really corny but take it from someone who's on that path right now it's it's worth it um, so yeah Just random, like, uh, guitar sections of this podcast. Um, I kind of did that just as I, I did it just playing around at first, but I was like, you know, it would be really funny if there were just random breaks of me playing guitar. So that's what that is. Um, I think we're going to about, about to wrap it up. Um, I wanted to keep it short. I just wanted to remind everyone that The Great Pumpkin is the best Halloween film ever made. I wanted to remind everyone that. Um, Tyler Childers is probably the best country artist of all time. I want to remind everyone that, um, here on the 1722 podcast, we care about you. We love you. Go follow the Instagram, go support us, go share it with your friends. Go talk about us. We'll be back next week. Conspiracy Theory episode next week. Giveaways coming. Live podcast coming. New guests on the way. New horizons on the way. New peaks on the way for us, man. Y'all are gonna be glad that you supported us early, because when we blow up, we're gonna remember you. And you know what? Like just so just keep the faith. Know that we're gonna get big. Um, know that we're gonna get that Tom Cruise interview. We love you. Have a good week. I'll talk to you next week.